Welcome to Beyond the Shadows on the Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey on MikeRicksecker.com. So we're talking tonight about mythical entities, creatures, all that stuff, because at the end of our last show, you guys started bringing up all kinds of stuff about fairies and leprechauns and all those interesting things. Um, We got into talking about legends, and um, of course, we always end up getting into different experiences that we've had, things that we've seen, things that we've experienced, things that really don't have a lot of great explanation for it. And all of that out of we were talking about the horror movie, the horror movie effect on paranormal culture, and somehow we got into fairies and we talked about Carnival Row and things like that. But um, so we thought we'd go ahead and we'd visit this topic with you guys uh, for this evening. We haven't talked about this type of stuff for a while, even though every once in a while we talk about the twinkles and the fairy activity. So we can start there, and then maybe get into uh, some other topics with it you guys can throw down questions ask about different things uh we may or may not have answers for it because i mean you get on a topic like this and there is such a wide range of different entities and creatures and things like that we might be able to talk about some and others maybe not so much so uh we'll see where it all goes all right so fairies um our it's a goldenrod showboat I mean, that's really where it started for us. A Golden Rod Showboat or just along that strip of the Illinois River because even the old Campsville locks down there, um, you're getting those really interesting captures. Um, but it started with the Twinkles. You know, after the Golden Rod had been shut down for a while and we started investigating there again after, what was it, maybe four or five months of a layoff? And yeah. you, because I only investigated there once um, before it got shut down. You had investigated there many, many times. You couldn't even count. No. Um, but you said when we came back, the energy had changed. And during those investigations, and there was a handful of them, like maybe a half dozen or something, um, we started seeing the twinkles. You mostly. Yeah. Um, and Jake and the rest of us that were there before the boat closed that had ridden there like weekly, Um, since August of 2013 and for Jake longer than that um, you know we were used to the energy that was on there and then even the first day that uh, I went back on the boat with Jake um, just the two of us and even then you know like there were there were times when I was just like "Mm, no (laughs) no like I ran upstairs uh, to Captain Minky's room and I was like hey you know I'm back we're back everybody's back and uh, I didn't stick around very long because even though I could still somewhat sense him um, there was other energy on there that I could sense that I didn't know and you know I know that happens sometimes but it, uh, the dominant energy in the boat was no longer what I was familiar with and so it was totally different. It was like, it was like getting to know, you know, a new venue, really. So, and I and I don't think it was just all your typical human spirits either. You know, the activity, the energy, everything was just different. So. Well, yeah, we were sitting there on the stage, and I think it was when we uh, heard some stuff on the right-hand side of the room. There was some stuff down like the, the pile of debris that was there and then down that one hallway that was along the side of the boat. And I think it was when I was over there, I think taking a peek down that hall, that you saw that twinkle in the corner. And that was like really the first one. Yeah, and I was so surprised. And, and I was going to just blow it off because, you know, what was that? You know, so I figured I'd probably blow it off until I see it again, you know, but I still said something because just in case, you know, he saw it too, or so he knew what to look for. And um, we definitely didn't get disappointed. I mean, the, well, God, that one was like right there 
in front of us. I was like, whoa, yeah, hey, yeah. When we don't ended touch up, the camera. <laughs> yeah, we ended up setting up that camera like right in front of us. It was down on the floor in the middle of the showroom, but close to the stage, you know, looking up at us because, you know, we're trying to get footage and get different angles and, and stuff for our uh, videos that we post on the YouTube channel. And yeah, it was like right next to uh the camera but we had also heard something and whatever that sound was also came in on the audio of that camera so there was a lot going around around that camera or a lot going on around that camera at that time and it seemed to be related to this twinkle that we were seeing and, and we're talking about this twinkle because we've kind of related this to possible fairy activity yeah because you know and the twinkles came first you know and then you know we started seeing or we saw the big yellow ball of light and then after that i started seeing but i never saw uh one a twinkle more than one in a room at a time and i never saw um the yellow balls more than one at a time in a room and i never saw the two together at the same time like coexisting or right. whatever. Um, the twinkles with shadows, yeah, I saw that. Oh, actually, no, the I take that back. Two twinkles with the one shadow. There was the that yeah. one time that I saw two of them at the same time. And it was following a shadow. And it was following into shadow. Charlie's area. Uh, single file. There was a twinkle over there. Uh, and then I just heard something up over yeah. there. It's a. Uh, maybe that was a it bug. could have been a bug but, but i don't know about your twinkle bug is not gonna light up i yeah it was a lightning bug anyway the lightning bugs are done so yeah anyway um and then they were the same height the twinkles were and they were like evenly spaced apart it was like just like an assembly line the two of them but the shadow was big uh going through the doorway and then the but they were it was all evenly spaced it was so i, I, I remember noticing that how weird that was that the shadow from the first twinkle to the second twinkle, they were all evenly spaced apart. I don't know why. I have no idea. No idea. But that that's that's what I saw. So yep. and it was crazy. And I guess just given everybody's kind of... Whoops. That's what you get from messing around with the chat room. Sorry. <laughs> um, and she's still Shinegis a chat during the show. Um. But I guess given everybody's preconceptions about what fairies look like, this is kind of why we've chalked it up to that. Um, Robert Hanna is saying the t-shirts are cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> and um, let's see, we got Megan Talbert and Heather Steele coming in saying hello. So thank you very much. And Tanya Rogers, thank you as well. Um, yeah, so it, it's basically that appearance. Now, when you get into like the history and lore, because we started looking this stuff up. It was like, okay, is what we saw a fairy? And we have another story here uh, that we'll get into a little bit that is kind of like even more so. Uh, that's like, okay, this may have been really what that was. But one of the funny things is, is when you start to look up, you know, what a fairy really is, you run into all of that legend and lore, uh, whether it's online or in books or whatever, where they get into like this hierarchy of, the fey realm and, and all these things um you know they'll put mermaids and stuff like that in there as as a fairy um which i always find kind of interesting um and, and i always kind of wonder you know who's the one that sat down and interviewed the fairy to to ask them okay so you know what exactly are you how's your social structure done you know what are your you know distant relatives you know like you know, the mermaids and leprechauns and you know whatever that are all supposedly lumped in gnomes you know as fairies um and maybe they are you know who knows because we haven't really sat down and asked one but it's that twinkle you know almost kind of like that tinkerbell effect that is like okay maybe that maybe that's what it was you know or you know people talk about they have all kinds of different little names like water sprite and because you know, we're right there on the water yeah. yeah, but then there are times when we see them when we're nowhere near water. I mean, I've asked them plenty of times. <laughs> they just don't talk. Uh, the twinkles don't talk, but, but there's some times when I'll be like, well, one time did one of the little balls interact with me, but um, it scared me because it was just like, boom, right there in the grass in front of me. It scared crap out of me. And then I was like, 
And then I jumped and I think I scared it because then it went further away. I was like, oh, no, 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 you know, come back. I'm sorry. (laughs) And then it kind of popped up, you know, again, a little closer. Um, And then where were we at? Um, Have you seen them in a lot of different places? So, uh, yeah, but what was going on at the time? We were at the schoolhouse (laughs) and there was absolutely nothing else going on like what we were told would probably be happening. Yeah, we had other things going on. Yeah, there was that. I was haunted, but the place... stuff was going on with Shauna. I will say that... I'm not going to say the place is not haunted, but I will just say that nothing happened for me and that's very rare, but... Yeah, I mean, uh, there was the the thing that was following you around around the twinkle, so there's stuff going on with you and then later on in one room that you know we hadn't heard anything about before there was like a little bit of something going on and we didn't know if it was related to you or maybe something that was there but yeah yeah at no first idea. the the fair the very first activity was a twinkle yeah yeah and i saw that one yeah and so you know like i said i've said it before on here you know i'll say it again i i have no idea you know what they are um i have no idea what they want and then I have no idea if they've always been around and seeing one the first time just kind of unlocked it that ability now that I'm now I'm able to see them everywhere or are they just now all of a sudden showing up yeah Tanya Rogers says as an English teacher I struggle between lore and literature and the possibility of reality but the lore had to come from somewhere absolutely um and that's something that we talk about all the time even when it comes to you know like your local urban legends that are more recent um even like within the last you know 50 to 100 years local urban legends you know those stories came from somewhere there's some original grain of truth and over the years it gets you know modified and twisted and then compounded upon and so um it becomes something totally different later on but originally there was something so um yeah, with with these stories about fairies and, and like I'll I'll take for instance leprechauns. Um you know, I think that honestly back in Ireland there was probably a a race of people that were very short and small. Um you, you hear about the uh the quote unquote hobbit type humanoid uh people from um the island Southeast Asia. Uh, I forget the exact island, but um, where they found that other race of of people that were kind of, you know, hobbit-like. They were shorter and they had different characteristics and whatnot. Um, and so those were actual human, kind of human beings, um, just, you know, related to us. And the locals on that island had a lot of different legends and stories about them, um, even to the point of, well, you can... You can tell a person that has descendants from that that race because of these different physical characteristics that they have. Um, And so, you know, when it comes to things like leprechauns and short little people, even though it's a different part of the world, I've always kind of related the two like, well, maybe those people in Ireland were seeing something similar, like a smaller, you know, type of race of people like that. And... That's what they call them. They called them leprechauns. They they created a little backstory for them, and maybe over time they just like died off, like those other you know hobbit type uh, humanoid people. And so all that was left were the the lore and legends that got you know manipulated over the years. So um, Terry Tormino is liking the new shirts. She says uh, looks great. Definitely getting one. Awesome. Thank you very much. Betty Langy says her father believed in fairies. Very very cool. Uh, Robert Hanna, all myths and legends are based on some truth. Absolutely. Uh, Giovanni Fitzgerald will probably be mythical creatures to another species sometime in the future. That's probably true. That's probably very true. At, at some point, human the human species as we know it now will be gone different. I mean, we're, we're finding those bones of other different human species now. And um, we have no idea how they really interacted with each other and we have all these different ideas and you know we speculate but um yeah we we don't really know for sure um so candy orton had a question here what are your thoughts on puck wedgies i know you probably don't have an opinion i have never heard of them yeah honestly (laughs) no i i've heard Mm -hmm. them i mean they're a native american legend um they're short people about four and a half feet tall and they're like grayish um they're kind of tricksters. Um, apparently, the humans pissed them off at some point in time, so now they can be very dangerous. That's the legends. 
Um, there are people that claim that see them. And what's interesting about the, the Pukwudgie stories that come around these days, because it's not just Native Americans you know, reporting these stories now, it's, it's people from, um, from all over, started mostly in the east but you see a lot of these stories now coming about in the in the midwest people reported reportedly seeing them and you know you kind of take it with a grain of salt as with any of these stories that you know we hear about and collect that okay you know maybe they did see something or maybe they read a story about this type of creature or being or whatever and decided to say oh yeah i've seen one and you know it's just what you know that that picture that I showed you, um, the genie took in, the, in her bathroom and it had that little gnome looking. Oh, I mean, that could be a Pukwudgie. You and know, she honestly. Got it, she got honestly. it from the cafe because yeah. it happened after she went digging. It was kind of creepyish. Yeah. It was kind of grayish. Maybe that was a Pukwudgie. I mean, there it you was, go, Candy. It Puk- was creepy as hell. Pukwudgie in Illinois. I mean, dang, Candy, I will send you the picture of it and let you look at it because, <laughs> I mean, it was it was creepy. Yeah, I mean, I don't not believe in them. I just, I've never personally seen one myself. I know the legends are out there, and I know that a lot of these legends are based on some sort of truth. And that did spark the Native American sparked it because that, where that cafe is, there was a Native American oh, yeah. campsite right there. Um, and then they were digging up artifacts and stuff like that there so i know what was there uh but then yeah i may have actually seen one didn't even know it yep very well could have yep uh michelle judkins allison i love mermaids don't know if they're real but i collect them i mean um yeah don't know if they're real or not i know a lot of people say well you know these sailors were seeing the porpoises laying out on the rocks and because they either had like seasickness or a drunk or whatever. I mean, there, there's a guy saying that you can drink a woman pretty. Sorry, I'm not trying to be sexist or anything, but there is a guy saying that is like that. And you're talking about these old sailors back then that they could have drunk a porpoise pretty. <laughs> Shauna's scrunching her nose at that. Just, just saying, being a guy, it, it, yeah, guys are guys are beasts like that. Sorry, you know. Yeah. Um, so, Candy Orton asking the uh, Orang Asli Asian Pacific Island, uh, Papua New Guinea. Yes, yes, that down there. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I think that's the only island where they've been found. I just forgot the name of it. But thank you. Um, that's what I was talking about. So, Robert Hanna, do you think? Uh, do you guys think these creatures are interdimensional? Um, and Candy says she's encountered a Pukwudgie in New York. Okay, please do tell. Um, but to answer Robert's question, I mean, interdimensional is always very much a possibility. You know? Yeah. I mean, the only way to really know for sure is for one to tell you that they just, they don't do that. So you know. we just have to automatically assume that. Yeah, they don't say, hi, I'm an interdimensional creature. I mean, we talk about that with shadow people. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I want to know what's taking stuff in the house. Like, <laughs> She's seriously. had that lately, yeah. Like, I've had a lot of it. And, yep. you know, I'm very respectful to all types of, you know, entities. We've been chalking it up to the fairies. Yeah. I don't think it's the fairies that I'm used to. I think that there's something else going on in, in the house. It's the gnomes. That might be, you know, fairly. Because I'm, I'm not kidding now. There's some times where my stuff will just disappear like nobody knows or or it'll pop up in a place where i know i didn't put it and nobody else you know put it anywhere so and then there's some stuff that that has just disappeared from the house like it's gone well and the the odd one was that um lotion yeah it disappeared off the counter we're looking around looking around looking around for it i finally found it under some stuff underneath the uh the sink which you never put it there no i never touched it um your boys have no reason to touch it and so we put it back up on the counter and then the next day it disappeared again and we haven't seen it since and that's been a couple months that's been a couple months at least and when i say it's disappeared i mean it's gone it's gone (laughs) it's like it is gone yeah you know we're the only ones in the house so house fairies (laughs) 
house fairies, I mean, I don't know. some sort of trickster entity, entity maybe. I don't know. Are they interdimensional, though, is the question. And possibly, you know, because you hear about this with, even with like human spirits, with ghosts. Um, and I always interchange those names. I know people like to define this as a ghost, as a spirit. I always interchange the name. Sorry, guys, I just do. Um, but, you know, a lot of times you'll hear reports of, you know, the spirit made off with something. And you, you, where does it go? Because you look around the house, look around the house, look around the house, can't find it at all. And then all of a sudden it magically appears one day on top of a counter somewhere. So where was it during that time you couldn't find it? Was it in another dimension? So if these are some sort of trickster, gnomes, fairies, whatever, are they taking your items to another dimension? Because it's been like a belt and other stuff too. Yeah, well I mean one time in the house that I was in before I moved to Greenfield, um, when I was living in the same town as the cafe and I just moved up away from it a little bit, uh, my keys went missing. And I was the only one in the house at the time. Um, I was the only one there when I woke up in the morning and I was the only one there, you know, the whole time. So uh, I put my keys on the table because I was getting ready to leave to go somewhere. And I was actually, I remember, pretty happy because... Uh, I was gonna be on time leaving, you know? And when something I was getting paid for, I'm always on time for work, you know? But then there's other stuff, I'm just late too. Stuff comes up, but I was gonna be early and I was pretty happy. So I went to go grab my keys off the table and they were not there in the spot, but everything else was sitting there. And mm -hmm. so I was like, well, where'd my keys go, you know? And the house fairly good size, so I was like, oh my God, you know, where are my keys? And so, you know, I kind of backtracked a little bit and I was like, okay. So I got up, I did this, I did that. I grabbed my keys, I put them on the table. I grabbed my purse out of the chair, I put it on the table. Where are they, you know? Right. So finally, and then, I, and then I started hearing some stuff in the house. I was like, nope, 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 nope. So I was gonna blame it just on, you know, one of the whoever's that followed me home. And that happened sometimes, even after me saying, no, don't follow me home. It just happened. And uh, so finally, um, I stood at the opposite end of the table from where I put my keys. And I yelled. I was just like, you know, you know, I'm not messing around. I don't know who took my keys, but you have until the count of three to put them back. You know, and I'm not even going to leave the room. I just want them back. And because we tried, I tried that too, leaving the room. And I come back, nope, they're still gone. So I, I mean, I was screaming in the house. And I was like, one, by the time I got to two, they just, it was like something swallowed them up and they just, you know, because there they were at the end of the table and they slid across the table at me. And I was like, <laughs> well, oh, okay. So I grabbed my keys. I was like, thank you. Just and It just kind of morphed out of thin air? Yeah. It's like there was nothing. And then all of a sudden, keys were there and, and slide across at the table. Me. So, so where did they go? I mean, that sounds like another dimension right there. Yeah. I was like, and then so I'm sitting here thinking to myself, okay. So that was big enough to hold keys. You know, surely no people aren't going to start disappearing in the house, you know. <laughs> and it kind of scared me a little bit because I was like, the, what was that? You know, I'm thinking some kind of weird black hole in my house. I mean, some kind of portal stuff going portal on or, or what's going on, you know. So talking to my house, you know, I'm sitting there, look, you know, I don't know who you are, what you are. I was like, but you cannot do that anymore. You know, this stuff wasn't going on, hasn't been going on all this time, just all of a sudden. So whatever's here is not welcome anymore. You know, you can't take my stuff, so you have to leave. You know, because I was late. I was late you where I was going late that day. Because somebody's being mischievous. Yeah, I said, so you just, you can't do that anymore. You know, and, and it didn't happen again. So whatever it was, was just, it yeah, was there, um, it was gone. I have a similar key story. They weren't my keys, but it was during a paranormal investigation. It was at a place in uh, Oklahoma City that we had nicknamed the House of the Insane. Because there was just crazy shit that went on there. Um, there was a, uh, a little boy spirit there, and I can't remember the exact interaction that was going on in the room. But basically, um, the interaction was about, you know, if, if you want to play something with... Uh, 
you, if you want to play with something of mine, you can play with it, something like that. I was one of the other guys in the group. And sure enough, as we were um, wrapping up the investigation, because that wasn't long before we, we started to wrap up, he couldn't find his keys anywhere. And so we're looking around, looking around, looking around, cannot find them at all. And so, you know, finally he ended up, you'd like apologize and said, you know, um, you know, we need to stop playing now. And I can't remember exactly what he said, but he basically apologized, da, 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 all that sort of stuff. And all of a sudden <clears throat> from the kitchen, you heard the jingle of keys. And in the one uh, case that we had displayed open that I had already looked in like two or three times, because you get to the point where you start looking in everything over and over and over again. I already looked in that case like two or three times. Boom, there's the keys right there. You know, so, um, you know, that may have just been the little boy spirit. I don't know if it was like something else. It, you know, because you couldn't see with your eyes. So how do you know? Yeah. You know. Um, all right. Some other stuff from down in the chat. Uh, following up from earlier, Candy Orton telling you, Sean, I encounter right next to Native American burial grounds. So that would have been the, the Pukwudgie. Um, so I think this was from Giovanni Fitzgerald. Wendigos and the Jersey Devil might be the same thing. Too many people go missing in the woods. Um, I mean, that's one theory about the Jersey Devil. There's a lot of different theories about the Jersey Devil. Um, but you're right. Uh, a lot of people go missing in the woods. And I know about the you know missing 411 books and all that, which people find really, really fascinating. Um, it, and it happens where, yeah, people do go missing in the woods. Now, some of them legitimately just get lost in the woods. Uh, but there are other ones that go missing you know, for long periods of time, they come back, they've, you know, there's a time displacement, nobody knows where they've been, you know, he, the person doesn't know where they've been, you know, and weird stuff like that happens. Um, so, you know, a lot of it gets chalked up to, you know, interdimensional beings in the woods, aliens, creatures, all kinds of stuff. And we just really don't know, but it is fascinating how, how people get lost out there like that. So, um, See, so Robert Hanna asking, what do you guys know about the Tommyknockers? They're supposed to be gnome-type creatures that miners encountered in the mines. That's about as much as I know about Tommyknockers. That's, I mean, that's what I know, just yeah. what I've read, just what I've seen yeah. on uh, TV. <laughs> again, tricksters and, you know, um, things like that. That's about as much. I mean, I know they were down in the mines, um, and miners reported them. So I don't know a whole lot about them. Um, Candy Orton, again, following up on the... Uh, Puckwaji, uh, she says, Mike, Shauna, in western New York in the woods bordering Native American burial grounds. It was a horribly vicious creature. It won't say exactly where in public because it's not safe to be around or go searching for. You can pee me about it, Mike. Shana. Okay, I will. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, so let's Marcellus see. has been saying some stuff, and I'm pretty sure I saw Did him I compare stuff? me to Zach Bagans in some way, and I'm about to hand him his. Oh, book. I saw some Zach Bagans comment way up there, but yeah, um, lucky he's just joking. When I see the name Zach, I usually kind of generally ignore it. <laughs> yep, lucky he's just joking, and I like him. Uh, Marcellus says the only thing I ever, I think I ever lost for good was my mind. <laughs> nice, Ozzy Osbourne quote. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I'm pretty sure that happens to me every week. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, Marcellus is also asking, ant people, lizard people, all type of creatures, beings. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different, I mean, there's a dog man. There's all kinds of things that we could get into. Like I said, we'll be, depending on what it is, because there's so many different types of creatures and so many different type of legends, it'll it'll depend on what it is that we can actually talk about. Native American, like shape shifters and yeah stuff there's like a that. lot of that stuff there's skinwalkers sure yeah, pretty sure i encountered one of those even though i've told the story before but she looked like a human but the energy that she was given off was animal so i thought it was an animal i was it was up near the woods behind my house and i and um i felt like there was an animal nearby but when i looked up it was human and that's the first time that's ever happened to me before. And it hasn't happened since. Hmm. So, um, well, yeah, there's a lot of shapeshifter legends out there, you yeah. know, and there's, and there might be cause for it, you know, um, you know, if these, if these entities are in and out of other dimensions, like, you know, we kind of speculate with some of them, you know, maybe as they shift from one dimension to another, their form actually changes, you know, so maybe when they're in one form, they're actually in another dimension and maybe we kind of see that to a degree and then as they come fully into our dimension they change into whether it's a human or whatever so um 
so Terry Tormino is asking, what about uh, the creepypasta stuff like Slenderman, et cetera? So, I mean, I mean that's fiction, really. Um, Slenderman originated off of, uh, basically, it was a Photoshop contest. So, you know, submit a uh, original piece of, uh, of photo artwork. And it was on, oh, um, I can't remember the name of the board. But basically, it was just a forum out there. And so when he submitted it, uh, he included a little creepy story along with the photo. And he submitted two of them. And from there, people thought it was very cool. They started submitting their own Slenderman photos with their own creepy little stories. And it just took off. And everybody kept you know, adding and adding and adding to the story. Um, there are people that believe that Slenderman over time has become a tulpa. So the original concept of Slenderman would be completely fiction. But that perhaps if you believe in like the Buddhist idea of thought forms uh, becoming reality and things like that, that um, that everybody's collective thoughts and ideas of the Slenderman thing coming together and then a supernatural entity, maybe interdimensional or whatever, picking up on that idea and saying, I'm going to mimic this and become this. Even though it's not really Slenderman, it is something acting like Slenderman. It's still doing many, many of the similar things, if it can, in its capabilities. So um, it's an interesting concept. And there are people that believe like Slender Man is real now because of this Tulpa thought form idea um, where the original concept was all purely fiction. So it's interesting. So Tammy Heisman says, I've heard many stories about people who will be driving somewhere and the scenery will suddenly change to a different time. Then suddenly back. It's fascinating. It would take me a few to get back my bearings if that ever happened to me. Yeah, I mean, you hear about time slips. I mean, that's a time slip. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, one of those books that you had um, had a really interesting story about a time slip where, I think it was in Paris, and you know they were walking through whatever garden. I think it was outside of Versailles or something like that. And all of a sudden, it just turned into like, the 19th century and there were you know women and people walking about there were in all that dress and all that and then you know they were able to interact a little bit and then all of a sudden it slipped back to modern time so yeah that's it that's a time slip uh what else you got um agatha holmes earth has changed is still changing more stuff in the woods and oceans yeah you always have to keep that in mind that um the earth is always changing we're always changing we're always changing the earth um, which is probably not a good thing, but it happens, and so that has an effect on the things around us as well. So, um, Robert Hand, a lot of the Slender Man stuff was based off the Shadow Man entity, uh, Hat Man. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, those concepts that have been integrated into Slender Man because Slender Man is kind of dark and ominous, except for he has a white face, a white head, you know. So, but very, very similar in, in a lot of those type of uh, ideas. Um, so let's see the big fairy story, the big one, though <laughs> we talk about it all the time, but as you guys throw some other questions down there, we'll go ahead and tell it. So this was on the goldenrod showboat along the Illinois river, um, following a ghost of the goldenrod event that we did. It was actually the last official event on the goldenrod. Sadly, it's just after Thanksgiving. What was it like this? Saturday after Thanksgiving that year. Mm-hmm. So we had Kyrie Chris Sutton out. Um, yeah, and the, we had some people show up for that, even though it was a holiday weekend, which was nice. It was cold, though. But um, Shauna's friend Tara also showed up, and she, I guess, had been locally. And then she's in Florida now, right? Yeah, she's in Florida now. <laughs> she's in Florida soaking up the sun and <laughs> during the winter um, now. But... Um, yeah, so it was the three of us that were left at the end. You know, everybody else had left. Remember, we had been investigating. Uh, we were basically running a paranormal investigation, trying to raise some funds for the goldenrod. Um, so basically, all of our batteries were shot, and we're just kind of sitting in the the showroom, kind of shooting the shit. You know, uh, so Tara and Shauna are sitting on the floor. I'm standing up. The only source of light in the entire place was the flashlight that I had on the floor, shooting off into the uh, the lobby area. Everything was boarded up. They had just boarded the whole boat up for the winter to, you know, kind of protect everything. So no source of light other than my flashlight. Well, as we're talking, 
girls mostly. I'm kind of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> 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 it's like the way it goes, right? Because hmm. uh, our friends catching up, you know, I get it. Well, I saw this like translucent yellow ball of light just kind of, kind of like drop down at an angle between the two. And I kind of like looking like, what? I didn't really pay it any mind at first because it just could have been like maybe a trick of my eyes or whatever. And so I just didn't really say anything at first. But then next to Shana, a moment later, there was this bar of light that appeared next to her. It was kind of V-shaped a little bit. And I'm like, what in the world is that? Now, again, I looked down at my flashlight, see if I kicked it or something. No, it's still shooting straight off into the lobby. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go around Shauna and, and check this thing out. And I'm like looking and looking and kind of saying, okay, where could this source of light be coming from? I'm not finding one because everything's boarded up. And the girl's kind of looking at me like, okay, what the hell is he doing? Um, I see the thing start to waver on the floor like this and then was gone. I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> so I described to them what I saw because you know, I'm like, did you guys see that? I'm like, no, because they were looking at me like, wonder what the hell I'm doing. And um, so then as I'm looking down at them, describing what I saw and they're looking up at me, I see a whoosh around Shauna, that translucent yellow ball of light again. And I'm like, oh, there goes around Shauna. Of course, they didn't see it because they were looking at me. So they must be thinking I'm crazy. But finally, I'm redeemed because it was suddenly up in the air, just darting to and fro about the, the showroom all over the place for like the next four minutes. And I know it's about four minutes because we have an audio clip. That's all we have because <laughs> there was no video going. Our cameras are gone. Um, yeah. So you hear us going back and, you know, talking about it, seeing it and all over the place everywhere and then the last at least that i saw it was it swooped down between tara and shauna and off into the lobby it was big it was yeah it was about the size of a softball yeah it was pretty good sized maybe baseball but i think it was a little bigger than baseball maybe closer to softball i have not seen one that big since like the biggest one i've seen since and is about the size of a golf ball Mm -hmm. and it was pretty close and sometimes they're that yellow color other times they're the little bit orange or like the candle flame color um but they always pretty much stay in the same shade range um i've seen balls of light of different colors but this one has been pretty consistent and just everywhere everywhere we go everywhere i go sometimes i'll see them out in the yard in broad daylight sometimes i'll see them at night um, see them when it's cold out, whenever you know, you know, you can only blame it on fireflies. I've seen my share of fireflies over the years. Uh, I know what it's not, but I can't say for sure. I know what it is. Yeah. I mean, we speculate fairy because again, that type of just kind of what we gotten from pop culture, Tinkerbell, legend and lore, you know, the way they're supposed to illuminate and things like that. So that's where your mind immediately goes to. Um, and also the idea that the whole waving thing, because I think that ball of light and the thing that was on the floor, that bar of light that was waving, I think they're the same thing. So it was transformative so that it came down to us as that ball and then was on the floor. And I mean, you might call me crazy, but I think it was like a really, really, really tiny entity, creature, whatever the hell it was, about that big on the floor. And it was emanating its own light i guess maybe out of its back because it was like a little v-shape like that so if you think about from a little point shooting backward it kind of makes sense and then the waving if you think about wings maybe and i know it was waving wings would be flapping sort of thing but think about how you know the ancients would have interpreted something like this that became our legend and lore maybe they saw that waving back and forth too and their minds attributed to well um you know the, what do we what can we relate it to bugs birds things like that must be wings so maybe however this thing forms into its ball that's the reaction maybe it's wings i don't know um but basically it formed up into that ball again and then went whooshing around shauna and then up into the air so transformative you know maybe it was a, what we think of as a fairy or a sprite or a brownie or whatever the hell you want to call them um it flies oh yeah and it has its own light source it flies and it moves fast 
and it makes no sound. I didn't hear it make any sound. You didn't hear anything. Uh, didn't really get a heads up that it was going to be there. Like when it was next to me, I had no clue. Um, and then the whole time it was, it was just a visual thing. I mean, you know, I know I didn't see, I didn't hear anything. I didn't feel anything. Didn't smell anything. There was just nothing. It was just all visual. Um, and that's it. You know, and every once in a while before I'll see one of the little balls of light or twinkle every once in a while, I'll sense that something's going to happen. And I'll turn and look and boop, there it is. But it doesn't always happen. It's just, I'm, oh, look. There's a twinkle, you know, just like across the room. I had no yeah, idea. And, and the twinkles are very different than that ball of light that we saw. And we actually do have a twinkle on film. Uh, there is a, a bit of goldenrod footage where you see it bloop, like real quick. And it's like a pinprick. I mean, it's, it yeah. is actually tough to see. I, I remember when I first showed you that piece of I'm footage, like, you're like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, I don't see anything. But it's there. It goes by so fast. I put a little arrow on the footage here it is and you have to like keep your you know you know get some <laughs> get some toothpicks keep your eyes wide open and yeah. you'll see it it blips in there like your best idea the best way to view it is to watch it and then note the time that the arrow pops up and then go back and wait for that point again and make sure your eyes are open because if you blink you're gonna miss yep, it for sure. absolutely if you blink you miss it but that just was like a twinkle the, yeah just like these twinkle when we see them you know, if if you blink, I probably there's probably more that I don't see. Uh, if I blink, I will miss it. It is it's literally just like like a plane, just blink, blink, blink. That's just that's kind of what it is. You know, you see it yep. blink. Sometimes you just get one blink. Sometimes you get a blink and then another blink and another blink, like you say. Yeah. But it's it's not predictable. No, but but they're in the house. Um, the balls of light; those are in the house. I've seen those in there too. Um, there, you saw one in, in next to me in the bed next to the bed. Yep. Um, I didn't see it, but yeah, there are in, few and far between, but there are times that I see it and you don't. Yep. So Robert Hannah asks, are pixies supposed to be the same things as fairies? Um, like extremely similar, part of the same family, cousins, I don't know, there's books that talk about how they're related and whatever, you know, intermarriage and, you know, I whatever between species and brothers and sisters and incest or what i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know i i don't know how some of those books figure it all out to it, it comes from legend and lore that's been passed down for thousands of years is where it comes from so you know just kind of almost like the same thing with with greek mythology and, and all of that the story has been passed down um there are lessons to learn within it um you know there there probably are some real pieces of truth within it but to know what those things are it's going to be very very difficult uh to pull out of it which has made this research really really difficult because you've witnessed something and you want to be able to try to research what the hell did i just see um and so you know you get an idea you know where you start is what you think it is and so us thinking that we saw a fairy or a pixie or a sprite or a brownie or whatever you want to call it um that's where we started and we come across all the folklore you know so it's very difficult um and even like that photo down at the campsville locks where it's something you're taking a photo of me and it's just this huge arc right in there and it's something flying in there no I did not use flash because it was light enough out. Yeah, it had its own light. I didn't need to. But I didn't see it whenever yep. I took the picture. But it's big. Like that trail or whatever it that is. That trail's huge. Nice it's, big arc. And like in in scale to, you know, a human. I mean, it had been going a shit ton of fast to create yeah. that because, yeah, I mean, you're using the natural light. I'm perfectly clear as a bell. So, you know, your your camera took it like right away. So for it to leave that long of a trail in your photo with how fast your shutter speed is on there, that thing had to be booking because in mm -hmm. that short period of time, the camera picked up on it being in all of those places. Mm -hmm. So it was damn fast. Yeah. And that was something at the, uh, on the goldenrod when, um, when we were saying, oh, well, you're fast and in Tara heard cause she's a psychic you know you know i know or whatever it was um so but that i think down at the the locks would have been extremely fast yeah and 
No heads up. I didn't even know. I I was just taking a picture of Mike just to take a picture of Mike because he was standing next to something cool, you know? Yeah, yeah definitely a cool area. And um Wish the water zero, would get out of there so we'll go back. Yeah. Zero zero I no no idea at all of what was what I was gonna capture in that picture. Had no idea. Didn't feel like didn't feel like anything. So I was surprised. And then I was like, Oh, it's a bug. You know, and then I had to sit there and be like, well, maybe it's not a bug because I wasn't using my flash. It had been different if I had used my flash. And then I could have said, oh, it was a bug and my light just happened to reflect off of it and, right. you know, stuff like that. But yeah, there's a lot of yeah. bug photos out there that people have attributed to fairies because, you know, the little antenna and everything on the actual bugs themselves that, um, that when you get that reflection, it makes it look like a fairy, but it's not. It's a bug. Um, oh, something I forgot. They have some cool ones. There are some cool ones. Yeah. That are bugs. They're I bugs, know they're but they bugs, look like fairies. But they look cool. really cool. And so. Uh, something I forgot to do was, hey, we do have the call in number if anybody wants to try to call in. Yay. Who so, wants to call in? Who wants to call in? So let me make sure I have the settings set up here, right? Because I just didn't do any of that because we were trying to get to the, the show real quick. Um, Okay, so there we go. I think I have that right. Okay, so if anybody wants to call in, there you go. We only we don't have that much longer left in the show anyway. But um, yeah, I at least wanted to throw it out there because it is something we're trying to do uh, more in the show now. So from Betty Lange, Mike, Shauna, do you believe that the Twinkles are intelligent? I mean. They kind of seem like it. I'm not they sure. They seem to follow commands. I mean, you know, like, uh, oh, come back, you know, and then have one, you know, pop over closer or, hey, don't don't touch that. And then, you know, I mean, it's following just simple, you know, commands, but it, it certainly doesn't say anything where I can capture it on audio, which would be very helpful, you know. That, that would be so helpful. <laughs> but that just, what, what I can be guaranteed is wherever I go, it could be a total dead zone with no paranormal activity whatsoever, and I can count on them being there to amuse me. <laughs> you know, yeah. I can count on that. Um, so, and I and I wish someone other than, you know, him would, would see one. Oh, Adam did. Adam did at Mineral Springs. Did. Yes, yeah, Adam, Adam Tillery. Cool, yeah. And he thought, it, and he had the thermal pointing that way too about that yep. time. So he thought he might have caught it. I don't know. Yeah, he did, the footage, he, he sent me the footage and I took a look and the, the footage is inconclusive. But, you know, Adam is a person that I trust. And, and that's what it comes down to a lot in this. You know, people can capture, you know, something on film. You just don't know these days because there's so many ways to manipulate stuff. Um, you know, or, you know, Photoshop a, a, a pick or, um, you know, Alex was talking about on the, the show earlier today on Edge of the Rabbit Hole about that that guy that, you know, all this crazy stuff was going on in his house. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's rigged up, but you don't, you don't know for sure because you're not there. You're just seeing what, you know, he's throwing up on the on the YouTube channel. So you don't know unless you're there or you trust the person or whatever. Adam is a person that I trust, so he says he saw a twinkle. I believe him. He saw a twinkle, mm -hmm. you know. But there are some other people around that I don't trust so much. They'll say, oh, I saw this and this happened to me. And, you know, I channeled whomever. And it's like, yeah, I'm not buying that. Yeah, I hate to be that way. You know, I do. Um, but it's hard to trust people sometimes unless you really, really know them. You know, are they genuinely uh, seeing the same thing that you're seeing or are they just following the crowd because they don't want to be left out and they want to be cool? I mean, I, I don't know. And because Sorry, I I'm don't make, know. I'm making a bunch of noise here because we do have a call and I'm trying to get Shauna her headphones and it's tingled up and everything else I have on the, on the table. So there's your headphones. Awesome. And I'll get mine on and we will take this call. All right, so let me admit them. Hello, you're on the air with Mike and Sean on Beyond the Shadows. Ding, ding. Hello, you're on the air with Mike and Sean on Beyond the Shadows. Hello. 
Who are we talking to? Am I on? You're on. You're on the air. I saw Shauna's twinkles. <gasps> What's that? Is this who I think it is? Maybe. Maybe. Who are we talking to? This is your good friend Adam T. from Kansas oh, City. Oh, Adam Tillery. Well, All right. What? That's who I thought I can't, it was. I can't take a hint, apparently. <laughs> That's who I thought it was. So how's it going, Adam? Pretty good. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing really well. Thanks for calling in. So, yeah, you saw the tweet. Yeah, you, want to, you want to talk about your experience? Yeah, sure thing. Uh, definitely, it was a visual thing. I agree with you. You know, the footage I sent you, I mean, I, I sent you the footage with uh, capturing the moment. Yeah. But what I had seen was with my own eyes, I had seen a twinkle. And I saw it on two different occasions. One's when I was standing on the other side of the pool looking towards that back room. I've never gone in that back room, but it's definitely in that back room. I saw it with my own eyes, saw the twinkle. And then later when I was standing next to Shauna, when she saw it down in the corner of the pool, close to the entrance, I had seen a twinkle and my camera was pointed in the general direction, but it, it did not, you know, it, it didn't, it, the camera did not pick it up. I was able to see it with my own eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting. Um, have you seen it anywhere else or was that just it there at Mineral Springs? You know, honestly, I think that's the only place I've ever seen it. Interesting. I can't say if it was power of suggestion or not, but I mean, I can't deny that I did see some sort of light anomaly with my own eyes. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. And yeah, I, I know with the the footage you sent, you capturing the moment is like uh, maybe, but it was it was just not quite conclusive enough. But like I said, you know, I've known you forever, and. You know, I mm -hmm. trust what you're telling me. And if, if you say you saw a twinkle, I, I believe that, you know, especially knowing that we've seen twinkles there before. And maybe Shauna, I don't know, maybe if you introduced them to Mineral Springs and they're <laughs> hanging out there now so that Adam can see them. But, you know, it could be maybe she was just sort of like a, a key or an amplifier for the twinkles. Yeah, yeah, very well could be. Now, have you seen anything else like similar to that, like maybe like balls of light or anything like that? You know, I, you know, now that you mentioned that, it was a place in uh, downtown KCMO. It's the Harris Carney House. It was used by Union officers during the Battle of Westport. We were on the second floor in what used to be one of the colonel's offices where soldiers would go up and report, report to the colonel. And same thing. I had it on. I had the camera rolling. I had actually captured a light anomaly with my well, I didn't capture. I saw it with my own eyes float in front of me. Alec and Gideon were right there, but and it happened right in front of my camera, but you could not see it. But I saw I did happen to see the that light anomaly just float like your standard standard twinkle or your standard light anomaly that only appears for a, a couple seconds and disappears. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting like that. Let me ask you this because you use a lot of different equipment. Do you have any theories mm -hmm. as to why we may be able to see these things with our own eyes, but our equipment has such a hard time trying to actually capture it? Vibrational frequencies. I'm a big believer in that. All right. Can you explain that to so, our audiences at home that might not know what that is? Yeah, sort of break it down. All right. So, you know, I can't, I, I don't want to get too scientific, no, but okay. let's just say you're a, um, you're, a lot of people say that kids see spirits a lot more than adults. Um, this is believed that if you look at it at a molecular level, their atoms are still brand new. Their cells are brand new. They're vibrating at a higher frequency. They're, they're growing up. They're getting older. But as you get older, those vibrational frequencies slow down, and you may not be able to see things at a different vibrational frequency as you once did when you were a kid. But... Say you're jack. Say you're a full-grown adult. You're jacked up on caffeine, or you're super duper tired. Your atoms are going to vibrate at a different frequency, which may allow you for a split moment to see ghosts, uh, like uh, like the average children does or the average child does. And, and Shadow wonders why I stay up late and drink coffee. I have a question. Uh huh. <laughs> I have a question. Oh then, yeah. Because I didn't see anything ever that I can recall as a child but I see more now and I don't even drink coffee. <laughs> uh, well, to answer your question, we need to get to a science lab right now and develop a device 
to see what rate the human body is vibrating at at a molecular level. I like Let's that idea. Let's do it. Let's do it. He is vibrating yeah. way higher at the caffeine level because <laughs> and, and he doesn't sleep. So I, well, it's he, he he makes an interesting point when he, when he talks about that. And this is actually something I'm talking about in the Shadow Person book about the vibration level uh, because Shauna will see a lot more apparitions uh, than shadows, and I will see a lot more shadows than apparitions. I believe that has to do with the uh, with the vibrational level. So, hey, there you go. You know, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an idea. So, ap- you, you know, it could, could could be like blood type too. You know, people have different types of blood types. Maybe maybe Shauna has a certain blood type that allows her to see things at at her current young age. I don't even. (laughs) You are a young lady. (laughs) I'm I'm probably older than you, Adam, if I had to guess. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm an old soul. I'm 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 at least, uh, well, judging by the the Roman British era that I'm studying right now, I I feel like I'm about 1900 years old. You're you're an old soul, Adam, but you're still a young man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, my friend. And uh, we have another caller on the line, so we're going to get to uh, that person. But thank you for for all of your input and uh, you know, tell us a little bit more about the twinkle you saw. So. Oh, and of course, of course, I'll I'll see you guys back in the chat. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Take care. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yep. They're saying that we need to have Adam back on. Yeah, the on show Edge of the Rabbit So it. We will work on that. I'll have to coax Adam. Diane out, is so. on hold. Okay. So let me unmute her. Still have to. I'm still getting used to the controls here with this. You're a trooper, so. Diane. She waited. All right. Well, thank you. Hello, Diane Hilbert. How you doing tonight? Hello, hello. Just calling hey. in to say hi. Oh, great. Well, thanks for joining us. How are you feeling today? Yeah. I am feeling so good. Good, good. Yeah. So much better. Good. Yeah, I know you, you had a scare there. It's funny watching you on the screen. The <laughs> delay is funny. <laughs> there is a delay. Yeah, there's that. Frontier. Yeah, there is. Yep. There is. So, I mean, you know, the line was open and I said I'll call you for a minute just to say hello. Okay. Do you have any I uh, am doing stories well. for us or anything like that or just letting us know mm-hmm. you're doing well? Um... Not, not really. I'm just awful glad to still be here. <laughs> yeah, well, we are definitely glad to still have you. So everybody continues to send positive energy out to, to Diane Hilbert. So uh, she had a scare here. What was that, last week or the week before? Um, well, I was in hospital from the 3rd to the 13th. No, through the 3rd through the 11th. So that was pretty bad and the food is terrible stay out of hospital guys no. you don't want to go there yeah yeah especially around here but um nope doing well getting stronger every day great be able to make both of your shows today so i'm a happy little camper well and we're definitely happy to have you diane so yeah Okay, look at this. Everybody gets to hear my voice finally. That's right. (laughs) I'm a real person. You are, you are. Even Shauna. Shauna gets to hear me. Yay! (laughs) Yeah, because you guys have never actually um, met in person. No. uh, No, no. Don't know if that's going to happen, but... Yeah, we just have to get her out to Ocean State Paracon. Yeah. Someday, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe someday you'll get her in that car. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe. I hope so. I hope so. The longer trips are a little bit tougher than the shorter ones. So. And Vanessa, bring the whole gang out. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> Absolutely love to. We'll get a bus and head on out. There you go. Yeah, can, yeah. Maybe you can find an old uh, VW microbus. There you go. <laughs> travel across country with it. That would be cool. That would be That'd fun. Be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'll let you two go. I know it's past your hour. Oh, that's fine. Thank you very much for calling in, Diana. Great to uh, you. Sound fantastic. Okay, have so. a good night. Yeah, have a good night. Have love good everybody. Night. All right, love you too. Diana. Okay, good night. Good night. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Well, yeah. that was great to hear from Diane. Yeah, she had a scare there the other week, and um, 
Yeah, so she's still with us, which is fantastic because that that was unfortunately on the table. Um, so all right, so let's see if anybody else has anything real quick. Candy Orton had a, uh, a story here to relate real quick in Mineral Springs. She says she was standing in the deep end of the pool, looking to the shallow end on the concrete around the pool to the right, and she saw two white light anomalies. That was at the Hunter Road Media Paracon, and that was the same time and around yeah. the same location that Adam saw his twinkles that he was just talking about when he called in. Yep, totally believe so, it because yep. that kind of stuff is pretty common. Pretty yep. common there now. Tammy Heisman has a hashtag down there. Uh, hashtag HRM bus. <laughs> the Honor Road Media bus. And With the Honor Road Media logo on the side. Oh, yeah. It. We'll paint the whole thing up and, yeah. We'll just pick people up yep. along the way. We're headed east. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be pretty fun. Just go state to state picking people up and yeah. heading out there. That would that would be fun, actually. Yep. So Take our show on the road. Yeah. So who's organizing that? Because I don't have enough time to organize that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up, do some uh, shout outs here and uh, let you know real quick about uh, next week's show uh, for Beyond the Shadows. There's not going to be one. Um, that's because immediately after our our double header that we're doing on Edge of the Rabbit Hole, I'm headed out east, not in a bus, though. Um, with I'm going to be heading out in shadow. Uh, to New York for a series of investigations um, and I have to like hit the road and get some miles in Tuesday night because of how long it's going to be and we're investigating Wednesday so um, no I'm beyond not. the shadows hmm? I'm not and Shauna's not unfortunately I can't go yeah. I gotta work yeah it's lousy it's lousy but I'll keep you updated along the way um, but again to remind everybody uh, next week Edge of the Rabbit Hole is starting an hour early 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern. Uh, Ricky Rocket is going to be up first. Thank you, Shauna, Woo! for setting that up. Ricky Rocket. Thank you, Ricky Rocket. Yes. Yes, the drummer from Poison. Yes. Um, he has a legend tripping show that he's been doing on YouTube now for a little while. And so we're going to have him out, talk about his different legends that he's been seeking out. He had Alexander Holzer on his Amityville uh, episode that he did. So we'll probably talk a little bit of that and uh, just talk about what he's up to. Uh, so that'll be pretty cool. Immediately following that, our old friend Rob Guttrell will be back to talk about his new book, Kindred Yay. Spirits. So yeah, double feature night on the edge of the rabbit hole, no beyond the shadows. Um, but we'll be back the following week, regular time for everything. So, oh, actually, not regular time for everything because there will not be a Beyond the Shadows the following week either because that, that'll be October 1st, and that's when we'll be going live from the sub-basement of Mineral Springs. Ooh, yeah. Coyote Chris Sutton will be with us. We'll be doing a drum circle from the, uh, from the basement there. And, of course, Dave Dunnelly will be, will be there as well to talk about you know the stories and all that stuff. So, yeah, we've been missing two weeks in a row Beyond the Shadows. Oh, and Darn, if you're in the Alton area, September 28th is round two of Create Your Own Zombie Doll. There you go, Zombie so Doll. So I'll be there and creating a sister for Zara. And um, I've invited a lot of people, and I would like to see some people show up. So just go to the It's Raining Zen site and look at their event schedule. And September 28th, um, I think it's at like 3 o'clock, 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Don't quote me. You should go look to be sure while you're there at like their page, you know. Um, everybody's, liking the, everybody's liking the idea of the Hunter Road Media bus. Yeah. And it, it makes so much sense. I, I It's scrolled by it, but it makes sense. You're on the haunted road on a bus. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. So, um, yeah. Zombie dolls. Um, I'll be checking in uh, throughout from on the road with, um, you know, check the, uh, of course, check Facebook, check the Instagram posts. Um, hell, there's even TikTok now. You believe this today, TikTok went nuts because I posted the La Llorona video that we did like back in April on here. And it has now surpassed the Hunter Road Media YouTube channel and followers. It's like it went nuts. So, so if you're on TikTok. If you're on TikTok, check it out. You And basically I'm taking clips and putting them out there. So if you want like little bites of ghost stories, there you go. Um, all right, everybody. So let's do some shout outs. So um, again, 
our fairy queen, Diane Hilbert. Thank you very much for calling. Adam Tillery, thank you for calling in. That was a cool surprise, even though for whatever reason, I'm like, huh, who's calling? I, don't know. I knew who it was, too. And Shauna knew right away, and I'm being a freaking idiot. because. <laughs> and you've known him for longer than I've me. I've known him a long time, so yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, okay, so shout outs. Robert Hanna, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, yeah, make the bus happen. Well, it's actually a cool idea. Now that I'm just thinking yeah, about it, that would be a cool and, idea. Like, just hollow it out and put like a bunch of like couch type, you know, whatever. So everybody can just kind of. I would have to buy a bus to do that. Yeah. I'm thinking just like rent one and throw a logo on the side of it. And we drive <laughs> around and pick people up and take them to a Paracon or a, a haunted place or whatever. And we, we have a great time together. I don't know about buying a bus. <laughs> a little pricey. Maybe, yeah, but for as often as people are going to want us to be having it out. Yeah. Know. Well, down the road. Down the road. If you really want that, become a Patreon patron, please. <laughs> bucket, bucket list. Bucket list item for sure. So.